This is Better Red Than Dead, a literature podcast from a left perspective. I'm Megan. I'm Tristan. I'm Katie. And today we are wrapping up season three. We are doing a little couple games. We're running through some stuff and it's going to be fun. So Katie, take it away. Okay. As you both know, here at Better Red Than Dead, we are committed to one guiding principle. Anyone can be a fail son. (laughs) Your fail aunt who gives you Brillo pad Christmas sweaters. She's maybe a fell son. Your success daughter with the deadly plant-based superpowers or the plant one, also potentially a fell son. To be a fail son, no, reflects not um, sonhood, but is a scientific determination based on proprietary and data and methods that we cannot reveal to you due to the fact that we have left approximately 20,000 hours on the cutting room floor because I can't do the basic math involved in scoring a BuzzFeed quiz. <laughs> I will only note, because I think it's really important in this data set to include a control, um, mm. this season's greatest success son is Jonathan Edwards. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, we have the control success son of God. Thank you, Megan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we'll get, a, we'll get to a lot of fail sons today and we'll also get to toast some uh success cousins perfect but i but i in that case i happily uh, accept jonathan edward as the control total success on uh as you say katie skinny legend you know <laughs> That's right. so skinny they put it on his tombstone <laughs> oh. but okay we can we can come at this in two ways one of these ways is thinking of this episode as a tournament of fail sons, quest for the ultimate fail lord, that that version of a LARP. But I'm going to take us in a fucking dorkier direction of a LARP. Excellent. Um, them where, is what we do. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of our uh, major strengths. So what we're going to do is have three rounds of fail grading. As we are LARPing as professors for three imaginary courses. One is Evil STEM 207. One is Spooky Real Estate 305. The third is, of course, King Shit 433, which counts towards your sexy harp playing certificate. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So that what that means is the old favorites we'll be revisiting today are Rappuccinis, Cappuccinos, Buca de Beppos, Olive Garden's Daughter. The tour of Italy daughter. The tour, yes, the tour, the fried ravioli daughter, the haunting of Hill House, spooky, spooky, and the wild Irish girl and her lover who falls out of windows and eats shit constantly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, what we'll do is, we'll, once we've identified the fail son out of the list of options in each work, we'll crown one or grade. We'll grade one <laughs> of these dipshits the winner and then we'll we'll take it into a tournament of dipshit champions and identify the ultimate season three fail lord and then we'll do some honorable mentions and toast our favorite success cousins and siblings who would never do incest or give a central rubdown to the enchanted <laughs> monkey's paw <laughs> so are you ready to get down to grading on those sweet sweet curves absolutely yeah. Megan, thank you for your commitment to peer review and scientific integrity in introducing the control. I think we, we also maybe want to agree on a little rubric action as we're grading. So 
Uh, we'll begin with our evil STEM class with characters from Rappuccini's Daughter, which is Nathaniel Hawthorne's 1844 short story about why botanic gardens are actually a very bad date idea, in spite of what you may have been led to believe. So on The Bachelor, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So would e- would either of you two like to introduce uh, your your major pillar for grading here, based on the Rappuccini's Daughter? Mm-hmm. So I'll be grading based on a pollen count. I'm going to do pollen count. Got it. I would grade on not taking advice. I think that would be mm-hmm. a major variable in this. Yes. Yeah. Th- no. Th- those are. I think those are both important. Uh, we, we 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 can we can certainly add those. I think that I would also. Uh, yeah, no, the advice one that that's that that's key. I mean, that 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 really goes to like yeah, the the fail son as, as a category overall. Um, I, I I guess mine would be slightly related into that in that um you know the inability to stay away from the spooky haunted garden that is obviously going to kill you or someone else. You know mm-hmm. that, that that like that, that's a key category. The fail son. It's like oh, ominous spooky castle where some sort of like vampire or serial killer lives. Uh, I'm going to go in there like that's you know that that's that's key fail some behavior so by the 1850s (laughs) you should have read a gothic novel yeah exactly like they're like yeah right and 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 you should know you don't go into the castle or in this case the the spooky garden so i yeah i just like like inability to stay out of obviously bad places (laughs) will be my (laughs) rubric yeah (laughs) i i love these and the way i'm thinking about them is uh la 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 if i have my horny earphones in i can't hear you and um tristan i'm thinking you know like like this is maybe a oh no the compass needle on my dick doesn't work it leads me to the opposite <laughs> that yeah yeah, yeah 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 that's yes exactly that's 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 right that 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 will work for multiple woods yeah like the, the, the compass needle in your dick is broken and yet you insist on following it anyway right <laughs> No, no, knowingly and will and willfully, and a bunch of people tell you like maybe don't, and you're like, excuse me, I think I know best. <laughs> I think as a reader of absolutely nothing, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, there you go. All right, so let's begin with our grade for Rappuccini father, Fettuccini dad. So let's talk about his behavior a little bit. So uh, made a poison plant daughter which was cooler in Batman Forever because they had the nipple costumes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then we've got Rappuccini's daughter, a poison plant lady, sexy, hot, confused, naive in the garden. Uh, Giovanni, her would-be lover. Professor Baglioni, who... Sorry, <laughs> right. it's not I a know. funny name. It is. Well, but it is. Professor Bagadixleoni, who... Shouted at a grieving father, I told you so, because mm-hmm. because he knew best. Yeah. And then we have another daughter, an actual plant. <laughs> oh, so, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. My sister, yeah. the bush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that there's really no doubt that Giovanni is the failiest, although Katie, he ranks far lower in pollen count. So let's discuss this based on his performance in our last assignment which is staying away from uh poison plants i think that while he has shown growth into a plant over the quarter (laughs) 
that came with some pollen. It had to come with some pollen. Yes. So I want to give him some marks for that, but I know that that's probably being overly generous. Well, I know, but we know that's the case because his breath kills like a swarm of insects at one point, doesn't oh, it? Like, right. Uh, so he no, I mean he definitely that could have been other stuff. Uh, well, <laughs> well, for <laughs> other nineteenth-century breath-related yeah, stuff. In the nineteenth, <laughs> yes, it being before the, the toothpaste, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, or just having. Oh, hey, I have rotting teeth in my mouth because that's how we roll in the nineteenth century. Um, <laughs> That's true, but but yeah, I'm I'm gonna assume this is kind of the, sp- the spores, but I just I don't see any other option here, right? Like, I mean, the ominous, creepy dad like gets his poison garden. Uh, I mean, he you know he I he, he, he didn't want his daughter to die and wind up like with this dipshit son-in-law, I like and not the daughter anymore. So I guess that's like the the, the Baglioni guy, that's just hilarious when he's like, ha, you just lost everything. I'm going to owe you now. Uh, you know? so, he's, he's read a book. Yeah. He he's read a book. Yeah. And he's a he's a he I mean he plays the role of the asshole know it all in gothic fiction uh beautifully. Yeah. So yeah, it's got to be. G- I mean, Giovanni's really the only option to me here. The plant certainly does not fail anything. The plant does what the plant set out to do, you know. And-, and Beatrice does not. You know, I think it's unfair to apply the criterion of leading your dick astray because she is only in that garden. Yeah, that's right. true. She, like where? Yeah, she doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't really lead anywhere. It's just. It's that's that's where she is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So there's a there's a you know I mean maybe that's unfair to the rest of the class is like to remove a grading rubric element. That is true. I but I will say that I, so Baglioni do, though does have a little bit of the like following your dick to a bad place in that he goes into to Giovanni's room specifically to be like ha ah, your daughter died <laughs> you know that's yeah that, that is you know I mean. So I guess you know that's not really great, but I but I still think Gio, yeah, it's, Giovanni is the has to be the winner of this. Is there a star, a star student? He he's like a B for pollen, but an A in dick swinging and bad advice, no advice taking. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. so I think clearly he gets the A plus. I think it's an A slash A minus, given that he has a B on pollen count. But like you know, we. I'll give A slash A minuses just to avoid the triumph of a true A. <laughs> Wouldn't want to make anybody happy. Well, that that is one. Yes, as we've said before, not every institution does slash grades, but uh, if yours does, that one at least it lets the professor avoid giving anyone an A. But it also has the other academic function of not requiring the professor to ever make a f- actual decision about anything. Right. So yeah. <laughs> it's a win-win maybe the maybe maybe it is truly the professor who is the greatest fail son of us all you know what i mean, <laughs> I mean yes mm-hmm. <laughs> right like, yeah yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> So Baglioni is starting to pull ahead a little based on the you know Professordom. I have to stick, to, have to, stick yeah. to science though, god damn it. I mean, if we knew more of Baglioni's life, maybe he is. I'm just but within the context of this story, he's got some stiff and time frame, he's got some stiff competition. That's true. Well, we've got Giovanni clearly advancing mm-hmm. to the next round. Yes. yes. I think that's a no plant brainer. Insert brain stem joke in here. <laughs> all right so uh, congratulations we've we found out who's top of the class for evil stem 207 now we're moving on to the old haunting oh, wait, of 
Oh, Wait, sorry. Sorry, please. I just thought of something though. Since it's STEM, there's probably some kind of bullshit curve though, right? So like is that would that would that oh, push so that makes it a true A. Or would that but I could you know yeah, well, right. No, I guess it would, right? Because that that would mean that everyone else just fails, right? Because yeah. if we have our A, now we have to have a lot in the middle. Yeah, okay. All right. No, we're good. We're good. It just yeah, it uh he he obviously wins and and yeah. Okay. But it's nice to have it's nice to have settled on a final grade. Yeah. I think. <laughs> Next up, we've got, of course, Spooky Real Estate 305. This is Shirley Jackson's 1959 episode of the Property Brothers about a haunted house. I'll run down. I'll run down our uh, cast of characters here. We've got Luke Sanderson, ultimate fail nephew who does almost nothing and then fucks off to Paris. Uh, and please feel free to jump in on any of these. Uh, if anybody's got anything to say about Eleanor Vance, for instance. Um, I love her so. Okay, it's fine. I'm fine. Our lovely heroine, who our, our mousy, our mousy gal, yeah, yeah, who gets sort of bamboozled by a by a set of feet, yeah, <laughs> and the world's sexiest toenail painting, <laughs> yeah, yes, and she, I, I, I would feel uh, that it's inappropriate to really um designator as fail anything because I, I think one of the key features of the fail the fail child is that uh there 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 has to be some agency of their own that leads them into failedom, right? And with Eleanor, it's like she's been saddled with 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 a situation where she's caring for her her uh invalid and seemingly kind of an asshole mom for so so long right i i would feel bad uh, using the same criteria as say luke uh from this story you know i think we have other excellent fail candidates in this novel i totally agree i totally oh agree. we certainly do uh we have mrs montague of course supernatural supernatural investigator who comes equipped with a funny little sidekick who is bright red and grouchy even in a haunted house <laughs> yeah they also do not appreciate that people just lay food out for you, which I think is like one of the best parts of being in that haunted house. Yeah. It oh, may yeah. be the only good part. <laughs> and the sexy lady. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, yeah and, and the haunted painting. Mm-hmm. True. Although and the book full of blood art. <laughs> <laughs> Although the unlike in Castle of Atrato and the haunted painting, Grandpa doesn't walk out and then disappear from the plot. Never, <laughs> never again. <laughs> I don't think Shirley Jackson routinely loses command of her plots. It's that the plot is so dumb. How do you lose command of it? And yet, yet. Horace Walpole does so anyway. I think at that moment he lost control of the plot, his bowels, his mind. <laughs> yeah. It all just fell yeah. through the trapdoor. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, right. So, all right, so Mrs. Montague, we've also got her her husband, Professor John Montague, right? And her boyfriend, non-professor yeah. Colonel Dingface. The man who is always flushed. Is that why? Nope. What the fuck is his name? Do we remember? I have no fuck. I I, I did know like <laughs> 10 seconds ago and now I can't remember. Well, that's a pretty fail quality right there. <laughs> Do you remember <laughs> the character's name? Yeah. Oh, I, I sort of think of him as like her attack booster, you know, not not an yeah. independent yeah. being. Yeah. Um, then we've got, of course. Then we have, yes, Dr. John Montague, the one who decided it would be fun to go do 
the science that we are safely doing on this podcast in a fucking haunted house. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then final candidate is, in fact, the painting blood diary dad. Mm. (laughs) Oh, right. The original keeper of of the young ladies. Don't read my blood journal. How many times do I have to tell you? (laughs) Yeah. So wait, our rubric then. Yes. So so I don't think that this is necessarily a universal characteristic of the fail son, but I feel like that for some big cases, uh, there there is a, uh, I, I might even say like Victor Frankenstein would be one of these. There's like a, a somewhat charismatic quality to it, like your ability to draft other people into your fail sonnery, right? Mm-hmm. Like to, to, to actually amass like a group of people to pursue some idiotic endeavor with you. And in that, so in that case, I'm thinking I'm, you know, Luke aside, and Luke is a great candidate. I might actually be leaning a little bit towards John Montague because he has this idiotic <laughs> nonsense idea of doing quote unquote scientific research in a haunted house. And but yet he's a, you know, rather than people just being like, oh, look at this crazy person, he's actually able to get this together. And uh, he probably has a grant of some kind that he was able to. Oh, does that make him less fail or more fail? Well, but that's the thing. I'm saying that, like, I, I think that this is t- this is tricky because, like, it, it, it could it could veer into success son category. I think the key is that the endeavor does have to uh, have some bad or stupid resolution. And I mean, this is not this is a great novel. It's not a stupid novel, but the resolution is undoubtedly bad and it was clear it was heading in a bad direction so like leadership in dumbassery i will call it. <laughs> oh like, yeah that sounds yeah. right <laughs> yes yeah the the I mean, would do you want to report to the IRB that someone died in your study? If you're that's a fail son, that's a fail son right there. Exactly, and that somebody else signed up because she had a fight with her girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. 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 Did you screen these people? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that similarly, I want to go with how dazzling is the stupidity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I just I want to remind everyone that mrs montague went into a haunted house and specifically requested the most haunted room yeah yeah. and couldn't find a ghost that everyone else has encountered exactly yeah no definitely a cold spot i don't Yeah, no, I know that that's good. And, and you know, as you say that, the fact that she is married <laughs> to John Montague, uh, I'm, I'm sticking with the leadership and dumbassery as my, my rubric criteria. But I think there is the, the other one is, uh, is, is like alliance with another failed child, right? Like, a, like yeah. a, a romantic engagement with another oh. failed child. Well, right? she has two then. She does that. Yes. Cause, you know, the, 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 the cuckold fantasy that they're awkwardly, uh, I mean, not for them, but for everyone else and acting in front of these strangers. I mean, I have to toss in the a propensity for shit talking, which Mm -hmm. puts both Mrs. Montague and Luke on that Mm -hmm. list because they Mm -hmm. both like quietly talk a lot of shit. Doctor Montague is kind of falling for me a little bit, but I don't know because it's like, is he spectacularly stupid? Also, does having an advanced degree make you more fail? For sure, right? Yeah, we have established that that's a universal criterion. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I'd like to at least, since we're talking about, you know, the painting dad, he talked shit in blood. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah. Combining yeah. all kinds of fluids and matter that is really quite amazing 
potentially not fail, but you know, worth now, mentioning. That's my thing with the blood dad. It's like, this reminds me of one of those papers you get where you're like, I can't tell if this is brilliant or just flat out crazy bonkers. Yes. Yes. And you know, which, and those are always the toughest to, to evaluate, you know, the so, most fun, the, the most fun. That's true. So yeah, I like, I feel like Luke is the better or the more logical choice but uh, there's just something about john montague as the leader of this like clearly doomed enterprise failed children i think invariably uh most of the time uh you know like to drink a lot right <laughs> you know? True. and he yeah he's you know drinking martinis at all time like brings his own set and everything i mean we we can also this maybe this is really too blunt i want to just acknowledge that but we can also just use their novelistic titles and so it's like dr science mm-hmm. book of blood guy nephew nephew is his book title he's yeah he's but a simple nephew that's a great point and then spiritualist which actually makes her less failing i know that's her title but she's she doesn't live up to it right right bad at her job being a spiritualist yeah, you know what? Much like with Blood Dad, for the, you know, that kind of rules. <laughs> yeah, what, <laughs> much like with him, where it's like the confusion. It's like, is this brilliant? Is this bonkers? I can't evaluate. I feel like John Montague would sort of skate by in the same way that it's like, you know what? I think this is probably enough, but God damn it, that's going to be more work. I'm going to give it a B plus. You know, like <laughs> I, 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 whereas uh, n- nephew. There's no, I mean, it's just clear. You know what that is get the grade that that is getting, right? So, right. But yeah. failed spiritualist, I feel like, is also just, oh, buddy, that's a bad, it's a bad, sexy toenail painter is like, what an amazing category. Theo is clearly not even in this cult. No. Like, there are non fails all yeah. over this book. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, sexy toenail painter wins uh, the non fail <laughs> version. It's not Horace Walpole at all, where like every single person is, as Katie put it, a Herbert. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Fail, I, oh, this is hard. Because now it's like, all right, failed spiritualist or uh, or, or or nephew. Um, Here's what pushes it over the edge for me uh-huh. to, to Luke is that, yes, he, he is a nephew and that creates an automatic level of fail. But he's <laughs> not even a beloved nephew. Right. Like his aunt hates him and is yeah. so happy that he fucks off to europe yes so i think if you if you can't even be a good dipshit then (laughs) you know if that's your one role is to just suck and you're not even and you can't even do it likably yeah well i'm gonna throw in another plug for for luke which is that tristan you noted that you had seen the the movie and it was the only character whose actor presentation you could not remember <laughs> yeah yeah no you're right yeah the, uh, it, it's got not be your Luke. fault no i exactly it's exactly it Wilson, for christ's sake he's I mean, a memorable guy well I, well and he i mean excellent at playing fail children oh yeah that's <laughs> true like you know what I, yeah, I wish we had like a, a less intuitive uh, uh, answer here, but I agree. It's got it's got to be Luke, and I think I think he gets well, it. This is highly scientific. This was highly scientific. Yeah, it's no, not but what I mean, intuitive. what I mean is, it's like you look at it, you're like, oh, it's obviously Luke, but then you're like, oh, what about John Montague? What about his like his asshole wife? What about these other possibilities? And then you just ride up back and ah, fine, it's Luke, is what I'm saying. Um, yeah, and, I get it. 
And I feel like he gets, I like, I feel like he gets one of it. Like he gets an A that's just like, this is just a, there, there is nothing objectionable about this fail performance. It hits all of the marks, but it's also not a, it's not a paper I'm going to remember 10 years from now. You know what I mean? I mean, he does, he is tall though, which I mean, that's, that's usually a success, baby. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah that's. It, it doesn't can, matter. You can have one good sentence in your paper and it changes nothing. Yeah, I'd like to have a round to reach high shelves in books I can't get to. But other than that, <laughs> yeah. we are we are a small populace around here, so we do need yeah. a we do need a reacher. But yeah. again, like we have in the novel itself, we have a control group, and that helps us to see how fail mm-hmm. Luke is among the assembled. That is true. That is true. Um, I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw a slight wrinkle in that may use a different method of analysis, which may uh, make our findings more interesting here. So the one unanimously agreed upon success seems to like Luke. So um, Theo, I think yeah. she just throws her genitals at the nearest human being. That's yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah, or ghost. Well, no, I mean, no one's saying fail. The, the the fail son can occasionally be a good a good tie, particularly when there are not other options available. Yeah, or, that's you know, true. Populous, but if I can throw my own burden on tall people, guess who's never uh, bumped their head on an uh, overhead bin on an airplane? This guy over here. So, hmm, what do you people Boom. think? About that? <laughs> I've also never Jonahed in my own office and whacked my head repeatedly. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I can't sit in a car normally because the seat doesn't go far enough forward, and I bet Luke doesn't have that problem at all. He does not. Unfortunately, in the Netflix show, he's quite hot, but you can be hot and fail. And in fact, they often go together. Yeah, it helps, yeah. I mean, uh, Montague doesn't have this quality, but it would help with the sort of leadership and dumbassery, like getting getting others to yeah. join your fail enterprise. That's, uh, it would help you know. to have been hot. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess it's Luke. I mean, in spite of all of the p-hacking we've done over here, I'm using any statistics word I know. So get ready. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, we'll not. Try, we'll try not to dive into the ecological fallacy here. <laughs> <laughs> we won't do that, and we'll avoid the mean, median, and mode. Also, mm-hmm. <laughs> those are words. <laughs> <laughs> Scrabble words. We are good at yeah. understanding them less. All right, so if we've identified Luke and we're ready to move on to our grades for King Shit 433, and I want to remind you this is especially important because you do need this course to get your Sexy Heart Playing Certificate. Right. Mm, okay. It's, it, it is required. It's required that you have to pass it. Okay. So it's very important. We can't take this lightly. We don't. We <laughs> take right. nothing lightly. Our contestants are fail dad horatio our fail son's father mm-hmm. the earl of m mm-hmm. who loves disguises and stealing land from irish princes true mm-hmm. sending mm-hmm. his fail child to ireland as punishment for spring break <laughs> yes. yep. yeah. Sent him with his crayons and art supplies and uh, on a horse off he went yeah then we have of course glorvina whose primary function is sighing and heaving her well-covered bosom and playing the harp sexily fingering it and such you know all types of ways mm-hmm. then we've got father john the priest 
of the Irish prince's family who gets abandoned by a dipshit when they're on a journey on horseback, which is <laughs> pretty fail. Yeah. <laughs> then we have the prince of Innismore, the the Irish prince who's the most dying man who's ever had another man <laughs> fall on top of him. And I know that didn't actually happen in the story, but in my mind, he caught him like a baby when. Yeah, no, I, that's, yeah that, I've, I've changed my reading of that. Oh, scene. in my mind, it was an Acme piano squishy situation. <laughs> <laughs> then, of course, we have the tumbling fail lord himself, uh, Horatio, uh, who, as I have mentioned, his main hobbies are crying, getting pissed, and doing adult coloring. Yeah. Also disguises himself but like father like son, apples and fall far from the tree of stupid. Yeah. So we have some contenders here, I think. Yes. So in, in the humanities, we don't use the curve because we're not psychopaths. But <laughs> we have to remember that Horatio is supposed to be uh, studying law and over Ooh. law school they do. So I'm going to invoke the curve and I'll tell you why. Because this is a situation where we have so many fail possibilities that are all very strong that it, it's just going to become messy. So we have to we have to clear, you know, <laughs> clear through the uh, the weeds a bit to find the true fail gem. Um, I am going to kind of exclude Father John from the outset because I don't I mean, yeah, getting left by a, a dipshit is is that's pretty sad. But but everything else like he's got himself this sweet deal. He doesn't have to do any thing except sit around and like talk about irish history and shit with these the old weirdos we see other priests in that book and it's like they actually have tasks to do and he does not really <laughs> i think he also like i'm going to introduce a different rubric at which father john is also lowest ranked which is reversing aristocratic titles so mm-hmm. that would make the prince of Innismore first then glorvina then the earl of m then the second fail son of m yeah. And then for Father John, who doesn't have an aristocratic title, and that makes him less of a fail. Yeah, I think Because everybody else is just failing right upward. I think that's good. I think that's really good. He's failing straight up to heaven, so. Oh, that's yeah. true. And Yeah, but her- Catholic heaven? Come on. <laughs> right, yes. I, yeah, we, we don't accept such a such a thing in, in ye old Protestant England. Uh, <laughs> he is, as Tristan would say, a papist. Yeah, right. As, as the 18th century. As Tristan ventriloquized in the 18th century would say. No, I know. Yeah. And, well, I mean, Horatio is just so I mean, he's got so many strengths, but- I actually am going to say, like, I I kind of feel like I want to go for his dad with his dad for a host of reasons. I mean, one, all aristocrats are failed children who you know just. <laughs> but the the other is that um, getting cucked by your own son at your wedding <laughs> is that's yeah, that that's is I mean, awesome. That yeah. is some fail king shit right there, you know. And giving you giving him an an engraved invitation to do it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. The Prince of Innismore is, again, like, his titles are prince yeah. and dying guy. Yeah, and, and he is the prince of this falling apart tower on this tiny piece of land, right? That, that Yeah, I, I mean, it's – and, and because like, oh, the, you know, his family used to have, like, much more land or whatever, definitely has a has a real, like, uh, like you know, that I, I don't have to do anything. You know, <laughs> if only my grandfather were here or something like that. Um, he does have a cool mustache, apparently. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> so that's <laughs> – the mustache does it for me because we know that so all these other people have disguises on and he can't even do the glasses nose mustache disguise right, because he can't even do the groucho. 
Yeah, he has a pre-existing mustache, and that makes him honest to me in yeah. a way that these others are just simply not. Yeah, exactly. And I have to say, too, living in this castle ruin is kind of, I mean, that's cool. That's kind of cool, you know? So, yeah. so I'm, yeah, I'm going to say, like, likelihood of being cucked by a family member uh, and with extra credit if it's one of your children is 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 my criteria. <laughs> yeah. I also, like, just don't think Lorvina can edge it out, both because I think with, like, the titties and the big hair, it, she would not be great in the glasses. I think it's, like, not the perfect disguise. Yeah, no, yeah. Glorvina's not ed- edging out anyone, but she's edging Horatio, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Yeah, I, I feel like she has. Doesn't he pattern. then be the fail in that situation? Yeah, well, yeah. if he likes it? <laughs> well, yeah. All right, I, yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't know that either of them are really the fail in that situation, except that Horatio is, you know, uh, just fail generally. I feel like Lorvina might kind of be a success child just waiting for the right opportunity. Except she marries Horatio. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, so she she squand and that that would be a good rubric criteria is squandering opportunities by like not marrying this dipshit, right. for instance. I don't know. I have I have a factual so question. So we've eliminated here. two and we have three yeah. remaining. Prince, and the Earl, and the Horatio of M. The question is Horatio's father, uh, the Earl of motherfucking whatever, <laughs> does he approach the Prince of Innismore trying to make friends with him in like a literal eyes wide shut mask? Like, is that, does he do that? <laughs> Oh, good. That's a good question. That's something we did talk about the show. He he presents himself as a Jacobite rebel, so he's acceptable to this uh, this guy who hates the English for very acceptable reasons. I mean, that's hilarious. Maybe no, maybe he does. Maybe he like like he goes like super spooky, like kind of crypto royalist, and like does like a man in the iron mask thing. And he's like, oh, I, yeah, he's, yeah. Oh, I, cannot, I have sworn of veil or vow to never <laughs> to never remove this uh, this eyes wide shut mask until the true king returns or something like that maybe he does yeah well, that would be so cool. tristan i'm just gonna i'm just gonna like clear clear this up for just a second your case for someone who can never remove a mask uh-huh. in 2021 is the man in the iron mask wasn't that a leonardo dicaprio movie yeah in, like, in yeah in like the early 20th and 21st century so no. what you're telling me is that the Mandalorian is not in any sense a cultural touchstone for you in the year of our Lord 2021. No. <laughs> no, it is What's not. a Mandalorian and can I eat it? <laughs> yeah. it, sounds, it sounds delicious. I already ate Baby Yoda. Listeners, these are the p- people that you have before you. <laughs> people who don't even know what a Mandalorian is. Yeah, it's like a Clementine. I know what that is. I thought it was like more like a like a macaroon or something like that. Ugh, no, not gross <laughs> like that. Oh, I mixed it up with a mandarin orange, but I think it was. Oh, still- okay. Well, I'm going with the Earl. Uh, I, I think I think that that's just. <laughs> I mean, it, lo- it looks like Horatio the whole thing, but man, that 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 interrupted wedding scene at the end when yeah. uh, Horatio just slides right in there in front of him. That's uh, epic shit. I and, mean, and for whole- me, the the prince is out. Like it's got to be the Earl or Horatio at this point. Yeah. Horatio made me laugh a lot, and yeah, I felt yeah. like he was doing it for us. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. taking some for the team. 
right. by engaging in just absurd pratfalls and risk taking. You know, it helps to have Glorvina there as the straight man and that he gets to be, you know, the the hearty to her laurel. Yeah, seems yes. seems like okay, we need that guy. We need the pratfalls guy. Yes. And and also like there there is something more than a little pathetic in like what starts the whole marriage plot thing in that like he's so super sad that this guy who the dad heard the earl is so super sad that this guy whose family his family fucked over generations ago won't be his friend that he goes and does this extremely creepy uh like I'm going to get engaged to your daughter thing which that that's also pretty super faily I have to say you know I feel like that's a crying about crying because you're a white person thing yes you know like yeah yeah yeah. uh, Yeah. like yes like i feel bad about all of the benefits of my 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 whiteness and and so but but yeah but i'm not going to do anything to write it other than try to bang this guy's daughter right right i'm gonna uh, cry about it yeah i think that the earl of m i'm a little surprised i think that was a bit of a dark horse yeah 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 i agree I think so too, but I think he, I think he certainly advances. Yeah, this um, is why you have a rubric. I'm just like letting us all know that you don't yeah. just go with your intuition. Often will lead you astray. Yeah, can't go by that gut check. <laughs> all right, so we do have our three finalists. Excellent. We got. Ooh, and fail are they ever? These gentlemen. Yeah, they are so fail. We have Giovanni from Rappuccini's daughter. He'll be having the angel hair pasta and then dying. <laughs> We have Luke Sanderson, who is eating a baguette in Paris, France. No one knows anything more about him. All the, um, dr- the drinking. The drinking. Yes, just doing that too, of course, with his baguette. Uh, he's coating his stomach first. And then we've got, of course, the Earl of M. Yeah. The Earl of M. Yeah. Which, uh, that also, I mean, that, that just sounds so stupid. Uh, the Earl of M. But just make up a place. To, I mean, that's it's, it's not in it's Sydney. I mean, Sydney Owens is owning her character right there by not actually putting in the work to, to make up a place name. So, yeah, I, I mean, like, I think it for me it's going to be the Earl. One reason is that I of the tech. I mean, Rabbitini's daughter would be a close second, but I think that the Wild Irish Girl leans the heaviest into just the celebration of the fail son. Like, I mean, you know, it's, it's as part of Shirley Jackson, but I mean, she's doing other other things in that novel um, in a way that I'm not sure that Owens <laughs> or, or Hawthorne really are. But also it's because it's like the dark horseness of it, right? It's like to me, like Giovanni and Luke are like, they're so apparently like this is the fail son. Whereas we had to do some work to get to that. The Earl was the, the fail child of that, of that novel. So, Based on this, I am going. I'm actually think that we have to eliminate Giovanni because he's also not a rich fail. Yeah, yeah, right. Which is an right. important criterion. So I kind of want to keep Luke. Okay, but I also am totally fine with keeping the Earl of M. But I think we should. I think unless Katie, Giovanni is an important one for you. No, I think the important one for me is going to be Luke. And my principle here is that so we've all heard, of course, from, you know, the arrested development phenomenon of the never nude. But we also have another category, the never nut, the <laughs> who cannot bring the plot to completion. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And so that feels to me like an argument for Luke. Yeah. Because the other two fails were able to to get this in the bag 
Right. That is true. But like, I think Wait, I the go- Earl of M managed to be cucked, but he didn't. You mean the like plot, I mean. he meant to? The, he made it to the end of the story. Yeah, and he and he was integral to to the 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 satisfying completion of the tale. You yeah, know? that's true. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, but like I I go back to something that we were saying with Luke specifically, right? Is that like Luke is a technically proficient fail son, right? Like you're there's nothing to take off points for. It's like it hits all everything it should, and you're not going to penalize that that yeah. that paper right real lunch pail fail son but it's also again it's not it's not a paper it's not a it's not a a fail project that i'm going to remember decades hence whereas i am never going to forget the asshole who tried to do the uh uh, the mandalorian or whatever this thing is (laughs) and and, and ended up getting getting cucked by his own son like that to me you know i i will never forget that whereas luke it's like i'll be like oh right i vaguely remember that this was a, a good fail project i evaluated once you know. I mean, I'm still kind of going for Luke because I think that the, there is a tiny bit of Felson in disguise in that I think if I just met this guy and shook his hand, I don't think I would know. Hmm. He was a fail son. That he was a fail son. But if I met the Earl of Crumbum, yeah. I would know from the word go that this was a fail champion. You would not be swayed by him rising in Westminster wearing some ridiculous ermine robe and like <laughs> wig halfway down his back. He's like, Mr. Speaker, <laughs> the Earls of M for five centuries have that without that No, that's extremely failing, I have to say. So. Right. So, so there is, like to fuck my fiance. There's, I think, something even failier about Luke, though, if it's a fail in disguise. Yeah. yeah I, the fail in a dis- this disguise of tall guy. Yeah. To like walk away from the wreck, to tallly walk on, I- away from the wreck of a haunted house and just a full ass catastrophe, unscathed and having learned nothing. Yeah. Yeah. He will go on to fail so many more times. He has such a he has such a strong future failing. It's true. Yeah. And like incompleted people throwing their genitals his way. Yeah. Right. But history of fails, if we're going by history, then it's got to be the Earl of I mean, this is a real tough one. He yeah. also has many generations of fail supporting him. Yeah. He has the previous Earls, as Tristan pointed out. Right. I mean, that's the other that's the other argument that like he, he does like uh, he, he really gives us a way of of, uh, of owning an entire class in a way that, that Luke, Luke is a little bit more of a one off maybe. But mm, I don't know. I think he's the fail of the bourgeoisie. Yeah, right. Well, okay, so then I, we're back We're back to the classic Marxist question. Who do we hate more, the bourgeoisie or the aristocracy? Right. Right? No, totally. That's, I mean, <laughs> but, it was unkind of me to throw that variable in there, frankly. Well, and you know what? Like, that is, I don't want to, like, just move past that, because that is a fucking debate right there. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Well, let's, let's revisit. Okay, so the failiest fail son of season one was Victor Frankenstein. I think we can agree. Mm-hmm. Yes. The failiest fail lord of season two is who? Of oh, season two. Let me. What was it Horace Walpole? Yeah. Horace Walpole is still season one. Oh, still season one. Yeah. Podcast app. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like, Anchor dot FM. Oh, I literally. Oh, Frank Osbaldistone, I think, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Frank, his balls are stones. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Frank Osbaldistone um, is so much less of a fail than Luke or the Earl yeah, of them. Yeah. 
He I mean, closes he closes the deal for sure. It's necessary to the plot and he gets the gal. We have Hamlet on the table for Ooh. season two, though, who is a fail king. He's so established a fail human that only, you know, we'd have to go to we'd have to go to back to like Telemachus to find yeah. as gross a fail Here's as Hamlet. The- Here's the problem. The problem is that these are just two magnificent contenders, and I think we're I think we're just going to have to go with our gut feeling and vote. And uh, you know, who, whoever get, you know, we got three of us and two candidates, so one will win. I'm voting for the the Earl of M, but I am happy to be outvoted if that's what we decide. I'm voting for Luke. So, Katie, you're the you're the you're the decision maker here. You know, I have to go with Luke partly because his name is Luke. I think yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, satisfied, yeah, but I would yeah. not have been mad had you gone the other direction. I really wouldn't no, have. You raised a good point there too, Katie. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> well, I will. T- I will do this. I yeah, that that's fine. I agree with that. But I will. I will definitely write in my my end comments to the Earl of M that I'm very happy to write him a letter of recommendation for whatever future fail project he engages. Yes. In. That is that is perfectly reasonable, and I think we've also decided that we hate the bourgeoisie the most of all. Yeah, well, yes, right, because the aristocracy do not pretend to be anything other than horrible assholes. The bourgeoisie, we have gotten all of our riches because we are so moral and we work so hard. Fuck you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I go, I go, France. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, all right. So that that's good. Are we are we going to toast some su- a success on each to uh, to kind of uh, you know wash the fail taste out of our mouth? I feel that my success son of the season has been toasted, which is uh, who is. Jonathan Edwards, of course. Um, also, the devil, maybe oh, you know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and then well, twice, right, with the screw tape letters and and centers of uh, in the hands of an angry god. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you got some like the devil is a damn good vote. It is. So yeah. the devil's is my success, son. Yeah, that's. I'm just suggesting that he. Jonathan should. Edwards would be so mad, but I'm gonna have to go with it. Well, you know, he can he can share the success glory with the dark lord, but I I agree. I mean, I, I so you know like <laughs> that always. I, so I, yeah, I mean, we got some of you know. I think more mindless one would just be like, oh, ragged dick. He's like you know the beginning of the whole fucking Randian trajectory of like uh, bootstraps bullshit. But I think that we have like a great example in one of our 18th century texts, uh, which is Joseph Andrew. Uh, man he's a good one too he is a good one and he you know i mean i think that there's a you know as the fail son has a sort of like moral didacticism and teaching you what not to do so does the success son and the lessons we learn from joseph andrews are be a dumb guy be really hot be pretty nice and you too will get to marry a busty uh, a hot busty woman who is fortunately it turns out not your sister yeah, um, which that's yeah. that's great. That's 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 a, that's a life lesson for us all. <laughs> but, but and also, fortunately, is equally as ding dongish. <laughs> there will yeah. never be a, a, never be any pressure between them on who is the biggest ding dong. No, so, they're both too too hot to care. Yeah, <laughs> I I'm a little mad that we didn't discuss Quentin Compson amongst the failed children. So I'm just gonna sorry, like flag Please. it, put it away. Um, <laughs> and while 
Buck the Dog almost made it as my top success child. I gotta go with Lorelai Lee right here. Yeah, no, yeah, Lorelai Lee's would would be is is great. I mean, Laura, like so, like Joseph Andrews is kind of a joke. Lorelai Lee is a legit success story, right? Like fucking cotted cotted uh, some rich asshole into giving her a ton of money and never having to yes. bone him either, you know. And being yes. such a slut that your best friend has to think about genocide at your wedding mm-hmm. is brilliant. Yeah, an achievement. Yes. Yeah, it is. Um, it's a great. I would say we could have also considered Tristram Shandy as a failed child, uh, except here's one thing. Success child, sir. Well, the (laughs) novel is a success child, but the the protagonist might be debatable. But I will say that Tristram Shandy, my first rubric criteria of uh, having a broken deck compass doesn't work because the window might have taken the whole thing. You know, mm-hmm. like there might not be any compass left. It's not that it's broken or not, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's okay. Lorelai Lee doesn't have a dick and she's the successiest of us all. No, right. I, I just say that like there, if the, the comp, there's, you know, the, 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 the compass is, is, is gone in that case. Oh, right. <laughs> her dick compass is fully functional and leads her to a lot of money. Yeah, That's true. Exactly. And having, look, can we get more success than having a husband and a boyfriend at the same time? Yeah, no, I bet the really- devil has a husband and a boyfriend. I no. bet the devil really gets around, you know, and just Laura, really gets around. I think Laura Lively uh, wins too, and a bit between her and Joseph Andrews, in that she gets to live in the 20th century, where you know, dying of every single communicable disease is not <laughs> so much of a. <laughs> and, and people have like you know deodorant and tooth, tooth toothpaste, you know. <laughs> but she's he's actual stupid, and she's just fake stupid yes yeah yeah yeah. exactly yeah which i yeah which makes it hard because another another fail that i didn't quite count but is certainly a huge fail from this season is the guy whose grift is writing books about how much he and his wife enjoy water after his (laughs) visit to hell that's right. Yeah, go back. Yeah, go back and find that that game. That was a that was a good one. Was but, that screw tape? No, that was Jonathan Edwards, right? That was Jonathan Edwards. Yeah, and um, so he is he's raking in cash, saying he went to hell and then took a ro- an astronaut ride back on Jesus Christ mm-hmm. to his wife, who's. The main element of their relationship is they both love drinking water. So. Absolutely amazing. Um, no, this was a great season. I, we've seen. Look how many uh, fail children we got to talk about. We talked about the devil a lot, who really came out on yeah. top. Incest, particularly uh, being horny for one sister. We got to that. We you know we 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 covered a lot of literature. We got a lot of hot gals too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was did. kind of a it was kind of the hot girl summer. Mm-hmm. And by summer, I mean fall. Yeah, <laughs> no, definitely. But the, the four, you know, it was also of hot girls. There was a four seasons um, landscaping, four seasons landscaping of hot girls. But the fail, the fail Herberts also came through really strongly. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, <laughs> I am going to call all fail children Herbert for the rest <laughs> of my life, or Victor Frankenstein. I mean, he's really a he's really a first class fail right there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, thank you both for a third season of this being a total blast. We have no plans on slowing down. But, thank you, too. Yeah, yeah, thanks, guys. So this has been a lot of fun, and we will very soon, but we, 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 you guys won't uh, hear them for a while, but we will very soon uh, start to recording our, our fourth season. So. With more fails at every yes. take. Yes. So many more.
It's and not I'll be novel adding. is. That's a novel tradition now is I love my sister in a sex way and I am a fail son. <laughs> uh, All right. Thank you. This has been Better Red Than Dead. You can find Tristan on Twitter at TJ Schweiger. You can find Katie on Twitter at Katie Crywa. You can find me on Twitter at Tussersaurus. You can find the show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Better Red Pod. And email us at betterredpodcast at gmail.com, but only if you have another contender for King of the Fails. We need a rubric, but <laughs> we we accept other candidates, you know? It's not a two-party system around here. Uh, our intro music is Love Bronstein by the Redskins and used with their permission. Our logo is created by Jane Bonzak of JB Design and Content. Rate, review, subscribe. We l- really appreciate it. We still have stickers and buttons for reviewers. So... That's the season. Thank you all for listening and thanks, comrades. Bye.